This is KYUK Public Radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Evan Erickson. Growing crystals and bacteria, baking cakes, and blowing up rockets. Students presented all sorts of science experiments at the annual Lower Kuskokwim School District Science Fair in Bethel on February 23rd. KYUK's Gabby Salgado and Mary-Kate Dolan were there to hear from science-minded students and teachers. Here's an audio postcard from the fair. My name is Gretchen and I go to DJE. I was testing a dog in a human's mouth to see which one had less bacteria. So I swabbed my dog and my dad's mouth and I put them on agar plates and then I incubated them under a light and checked on them every day. What was your favorite part about this experiment? My favorite part was the results. It was kind of gross, but kind of cool to learn that a dog's mouth is dirtier. My name is Anakin, and I'm from Tutatuya. My project's all about germs for germophobic people to see which best kills germs. We, we were thinking that hand sanitizer would work the best, but it was actually soap and water. What was your favorite part of, about this experiment? Rubbing your hands all, all around the floor and testing to see which one worked best. Cedric and I go to Gladstone Elementary. My name is Tracy and I go to Gladstone Elementary. We made windmills and we're checking which one's the sturdiest. We uh, use our mouths to blow and uh, we use our mouths to blow how fast to make sure how sturdy it is. We thought construction paper was gonna be the strongest but then it turned out it was getting, it was printer paper that was the strongest one. Hi, I'm Nora. I go to Ayapkulnit Nagavik, and I'm in fifth grade. I'm Kendall, and I'm from Ayapkulnit in fifth grade. Were you trying to use monk fruit instead of real sugar to make it healthier in cupcakes? What kind of cake did you guys make? Chocolate. We made it from scratch. And tell me how you came up with this idea. So first it was like something with like puppies and stuff. But we couldn't do that because it had to be at school, and they didn't allow dogs there. Originally, we were going to do this dog one, and then just like no sugar cake, and then the sugar cake and test it. But my mom told me that there's monk fruit, and then we had a lot of people test it. A lot, most people liked cake A, the one with sugar. So our our hypothesis was correct, but some people thought they tasted the same. A lot of people thought. The monk fruit one was more dry, and the sugar one was a lot more moist than it, so yeah. I'm Roman, and I teach in uh, Ayapkhan School in Newtok, Alaska. It wasn't until we were on the plane about to take off in Newtok that I found out that two, two of our people had never been to Bethel, had never been outside the village before, and at least one of them had never been on a plane before. Four of them had never been to Bethel without their parents before. So this is, for a lot of them, this is their very first school trip away from the village. So it's been a good experience for them. Our only fourth grade group did an experiment with the patterns of colors in in, uh, packages of M&Ms. And so they opened 10 packages of M&Ms of both original and peanut butter, so that way they could count the number of colors, find the average, and then find out which colors occurred more often than others. 
and seeing how that compared to other flavors of M&Ms like in the peanut butter. So that involved eating about 20 packages of M&Ms in my classroom in one day, which they had a blast with. And our other group did a balloon-powered car. I feel like they learned a lot from those experiments. After this year, uh, New Talk School will be shut down and all schooling for people in both villages will happen in Mahdavik. This is their first science fair, my first science fair, all happening on the last year of New Talk schools. So yeah, it's wild experience. Can you, can you tell us why science and science fairs is so important to kids and a, a learning, like why, why it's important for education? Honestly, I think it's just because it's one of those subjects that applies a lot more with the hands-on aspect of it. It's hard to, at least for me anyway, when I was in school, it was much harder to learn science when you were just taking notes. My name is Seth, and I am from the school It is about how payload positions affect rock tip stability. My payload was clay in this job. I, first, I put the payload into the bottom. When I shot it off, the rocket just went somersaults and turning around and around. That was because when I put the clay in the bottom, the center of gravity dropped below the center of pressure. So when I launched it off, the center of pressure pushed it to the side. What was your favorite part of doing this project? It was launching the rocket off. How did you launch it off? I used a pump system. I put a bicycle pump into a hole in a cork and then hot glued it. And I put, filled this with water. Well, like halfway. I put the cork in as hard as I could, put it into a cardboard stand, and then pumped. And then when the cork flew off, then this one would go up. The rocket would go up. How high was the rocket when it, like, at its highest? Um, almost, I would guess like a couple yards. We did it in the gym, and it didn't quite reach the ceiling. Um, it's exciting to be in Bethel. The only other people from my school here is my teacher, Miss Kendrick, and my dad, um, who's going to be my teacher soon. That was KYUK's Gabby Salgado and Mary-Kate Dolan talking to attendees and student presenters at the Lower Kuskokwim School District Science Fair on February 23rd. See photos and watch videos from the fair at kyuk.org. The Alaska House of Representatives is mulling an amendment to the state constitution that would guarantee residents a permanent fund dividend payment according to a set formula every year. The House began floor debate on the measure Wednesday. As it stands, the amount of the PFD is set each year by the legislature. That's the way it's been since 2016, when then-Governor Bill Walker vetoed a portion of the dividend. The Alaska Supreme Court upheld the veto, saying the PFD is subject to the same appropriation and budget process as other state spending. Prior to that, dividends were paid out according to a formula in state law based on the permanent fund's net income. Though it's no longer used, the formula remains on the books in state statute. The amendment would require the state to use the old formula unless lawmakers adopt a new one. The sponsor of the constitutional amendment, Nikiski Republican Representative Ben Carpenter, says it would protect the dividend from competing with other budget priorities. But opponents say the amendment would require the state to pay out dividends it can't afford under an obsolete formula. A roughly $3,500 dividend under the existing formula would cost the state some $2.3 billion this year. That's about a third of the state's general purpose revenue. 
Two-thirds of the House and Senate must vote for the resolution to place it before voters. A final vote on the measure is expected in the coming days. A ballot measure to repeal Alaska's ranked choice voting and return to a partisan primary has cleared an initial review. Lieutenant Governor Nancy Dahlstrom, who heads the Alaska Division of Elections, announced Tuesday that sponsors of the anti-ranked choice initiative gathered nearly 37,000 signatures, about 10,000 more than necessary. She says the state is still in the process of verifying all the signatures. Philip Izon, director of the group sponsoring the repeal, says he doesn't expect they'll have any trouble meeting the threshold. I feel great, yeah. I mean, uh, we, we did a lot of work and, and validation and verification, spent many months on it, so we feel very confident. The signatures come from 34 voting districts, four more than the law requires. Alaskans for Better Elections is defending the new voting system and campaigning against repeal. Its director, Julie Lucky, says her group heard of anomalies in the signature gathering process, so they plan to examine the petitions once they're made public. Just kind of auditing the signatures and checking the validity, you know, I think that that will be the next step. A second ballot initiative also cleared the initial signature hurdle. It aims to raise the state minimum wage and provide workers with sick leave. If the sponsors met the requirements, both measures will be on the ballot in November. This is KYUK News. I'm Evan Erickson, Koreana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for Yuktun Ganumchit coming up. <laughs> <laughs>